All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. Ladies, let's talk real talk here. You probably have days when the PMS has you feeling like you could eat anything in sight. My goodness, the cravings and the general discomfort. Well, say goodbye to those days with Hormone Harmony from Happy Mammoth. Let's dive into why Hormone Harmony is not just another supplement, but a true game changer. First off, it's not just a trend. It's a phenomenon. Social media is buzzing with women singing praises about Hormone Harmony. In fact, a bottle flies off the shelves every 24 seconds. Can y'all believe that? Now let's talk about Happy Mammoth, the brilliant minds behind this wonderful product. They're all about making your life easier, and that means no compromises on quality. They've meticulously crafted Hormone Harmony using only science-backed ingredients proven to work wonders for women like us. But here's my favorite part. Hormone Harmony contains adaptogens, nature's little miracle workers. These herbal extracts help your body adapt to life stressors, especially those pesky hormonal changes that can throw us off balance. And here's the kicker. Hormone Harmony isn't just for menopause. It's your secret weapon against those hormonal imbalances that can wreak havoc on your life. From hot flashes and night sweats to racing thoughts and low moods, Hormone Harmony has got your back. And yes, it even tackles the occasional bloat and that not tonight boo feeling. <laughs> the real benefit here, the real win, feeling like yourself again. That's why countless women are raving about it in over 17,000 glowing reviews. We love a verified product, honey. Now here's your chance to experience the magic firsthand. For a limited time, you can get a fabulous 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code BRAVADO at checkout. So what are you waiting for, homegirl? Say hello to balanced hormones and goodbye to those days of feeling like a roller coaster. Your journey to hormone harmony starts now. Y'all should know by now that we love progression over here. Let's chat about what everyday progress truly means to us. Whether it's hitting those small milestones or treating ourselves to a little something something after a month of disciplined budgeting, progress is all about balance and staying motivated. And speaking of budgeting and reaching financial goals while still enjoying 
life's little pleasures, have you heard about Chime? Chime's checking account offers some amazing features that can help you along your financial journey. Let me tell you about one feature that really stands out to me. Chime's Spot Me. We've all been there, right? Dealing with overdraft fees can really throw a wrench in your financial plans. But with Chime, you can overdraft up to $200 with no fees. You heard me right. No fees. It's like having a safety net for those unexpected moments. Y'all, I had a friend who was always getting hit with hefty overdraft fees. It was a mess trying to sort it out. How do you really get ahead with that? But with Chime, you can avoid those headaches and get back on track with ease. Plus, Chime isn't just a bank. It's a community. With Boost, you can increase your spot me limit by receiving boosts from your friends. It's like having your financial back covered by your squad. So, if you're ready to take control of your finances and wave goodbye to those pesky monthly fees, open your Chime account today. Just head over to Chime.com slash bravado. That's Chime.com slash bravado. Chime feels like progress. Banking services and debit card provided by the Bankcourt Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. Members FDIC. Spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply. Boosts are available to eligible Chime members enrolled in SpotMe and are subject to monthly limits. Terms and conditions apply. Go to Chime.com disclosures for details. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love free of judgment in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Hey. Hey, girls. Welcome back. Welcome back, my babies. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So, how was your weekend? Simply amazing. I... My weekend was wonderful. It was my birthday weekend. Hey, one time for that birthday, yes, bitch. And my co-host here. <laughs> That's me, y'all. Yes. My <laughs> co-host here, coupled with my best friend, Kayla. I mean, showed up and showed the fuck out. I was not ready. I was not ready. I need to turn 30 more years. Oh, uh. 30 again. 30 again. 30 and again, again. And again. And again. And again. And again. And again. Yeah. So my weekend was amazing. We had, I was there every, yeah. the same weekend. Every step by step. Seriously. I, I always say I feel like it's my birthday. I'm like, look at all our shout outs. <laughs> all the birthday love. It was, it was all of our birthday. It was all of our birthdays. We had a great time. It's always nice when you can take, take a few moments to celebrate the people who hold a special place in your heart. I'm not going to cry. Keep Give the, um. What? Give Mary J. Blige. Shut up. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to cry. It's not, not the time. <laughs> okay, but seriously. 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's good to give people their flowers and help flowers them feel were received. Help them feel special. The Bouquets. Flowers. What is the brand of those flowers that last like a year? I know what in you're the talking. Box? Mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. We gave those, those out this that's weekend. The flowers. Are, those are the kind of flowers I received. Yeah. So thanks to everybody who came out to celebrate Britney mm-hmm. this weekend. We had a great time Friday night cutting up, honey. We shut yeah. it down. I'm still my body's aching. Your body's this, aching. This must be thirty because I'm feeling um the the residual. My feet had their own party on Friday. Yeah. I'm not going to go into full detail, but my feet probably turned about 35. Okay. While I turned 30. Yes. Um, so recovering with my feet, quads are hurting. Um, full body, full body, full party. body experience, the body party like Sierra. Yeah. Kayla said we done talk 30, 40, 50, 60, <laughs> 70, 80 to be <laughs> girl. I'm like, you ain't lying, Jack. Um, hollering. We yeah. were fucking done the after talk, this weekend. The talk was talked. It was talked. We was conversed. It, conversed we, 30 with me. With my feet, we walked it like we talked it. Yes, but it was a great time. So I'm glad you had a good weekend. That's Thank all we you. really wanted. Good weekend. Happens. So, yeah. So, yeah, new week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you kiki with we. Well, what do we have this week? Beehive. Oh, Beyonce. let loose. So we know that the on the run tour is happening. It's currently happening. Mm-hmm. And at, was it Atlanta? It was Atlanta. The first Atlanta stop. Um, a man by the name of Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell decided that he wanted to hop up on the stage in an attempt to get to the Carters. Like what? What could you possibly want? What do you want to say? What do you want to do? What? What? Like, how did he think in his mind that that was going to turn out? Where was Julius? I don't know where Julius was, but they said he was going to get fired. And I'm like, they're not letting go of Julius. Julius is a member of the family at this point. But it's like, do you really expect some fan to hop up? He got up on that stage so fast. That that was outside of Julius's control. That was a matter to be taken up with the general um, security who stands in front of the the stage. Yeah. Not Julius. Julius is Beyonce on the side. Exactly. Yeah, Ready so, to take a bullet for the Carters. Right. That wasn't the case. But those dancers, honey, they got information. Even the male dancers was right there. They were ready. They to were boxing. Boxing with that, that demon. Um, the man, Anthony Charles Thomas Maxwell, got a little, some bruises. He was, Well deserved. They're charging him with battery. At first they said they weren't going to press any charges. But I think the police are charging him. They're oh, not, they're the not Carters physically aren't? charging him. I mean, pressing charges. But, but he's being charged being exactly for the cr- for the crime, right? Against the royal family. I feel like he's gonna be banned from all future concerts. His name is gonna be put on the list. The beehive is already on. As soon as he tries ass. to make his purchase on Ticketmaster, you can't make your purchase. No, Charles Anthony Maxwell Thomas. Well, thankfully, uh, Beyonce and Jay Z were kept safe. I at first when the news first dropped, I had heard things like he hit Jay Z and. But, I mean, you can tell that they were well off the stage by the time he had, like... I mean, they had just walked off, but they it probably had like barely got, exited. it didn't look like he actually got to them. It was scary. Those gen- those dancers were a little stunned the at first. The dancers were telling them to take the music off. Like, what the fuck? Because they was like... They were playing ape shit. Ape shit was playing. I and he went ape shit. Step my money fast, go fast, fast, fast. So, um, yeah. Fast like my Lambo. Scoop, Thankfully, scoop, they're scoop. safe. Um, hopefully, no one else cuts up on the dates that are left. Just God. sick, sick bitches. Anyway, so last week mm-hmm. we got to give y'all a recap. 
episode 61, True Life, Why Don't My Friends Support Me? So in last week's episode, we chatted about the woes of lacking support from friends and family, and we provided tips to keep you mindful and assist with navigating that challenging space because it's fucking tough. It is. When the people who are around you ain't rocking rocking with you. You know, they ain't supporting you. So... The girlfriends were feeling it like you guys always are. Um, Some people said they completely related to that episode. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's light at the end of the tunnel. There is. And it's possible to succeed without the support of your friends or your family. That's the takeaway. That's the takeaway. It's possible. It's possible. Impossible. (laughs) I mean, it's possible. It's possible. So hold tight. Hold tight. Hold Hold on to your titties. Yes. And speaking of support... Please make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm. We thrive off of your all, off of you all support. The way we gave Brittany her her flowers this weekend, we give wanna, us we give us our pod- flowers. Give us give the podcast its flowers. Yes. So, um, the way we receive flowers is <laughs> via rating and reviewing this podcast. Thank you for all who have done it so far. But if you're lingering in the dust, get on over to Apple and submit. Ooh, also, speaking of level up, level up and support, we're now on Spotify. <laughs> we're on Spotify. We don't know how long we've been on Spotify, but that's yeah. how God does it. So if you're listening to Drops us Drops a on, miracle and lets you catch up. Yeah, if you're listening to us on Spotify, yay! Hey! And if you prefer Spotify, then you can head on over to Spotify because we're now on Spotify. We don't even know how long it's been, but that's how good God is. Yes. So, yeah, we're on Spotify. So, yeah. Tell your homegirls, listen, ain't no ain't no excuse not to get information now. None. None. Also, make sure you are a part of our secret Facebook group, the Black Girl Bravado Homegirl. The Black Girl Bravado Podcast Homegirl Hangout. Mm-hmm. Where we extend the conversations that we have on this podcast. The girls chat it up in there every day, all day. So go over there. Not the every day, all day. We're on Instagram, of course. Yeah, just follow us on social. They're all we down have in some the show notes. Sweet things coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And we want you to be involved because we love you. Yeah. So on to this week's tea. This week. What are we talking about? Um, this week we are talking about boundaries. Hmm. Like um that's like a magic word. Boundaries. Boundaries. Something that the fan that jumped on the stage on the Beyonce on the Run Tour concert should have had. Had no idea. Boundaries. Boundaries, bitch. So boundaries, they're important. They are. They're essential to having a healthy life, to having healthy relationships. Mm -hmm. They're mandatory. Without boundaries, what are you doing? Struggling. Struggling. You know what I was thinking about earlier this morning when I was like, just, you know, thinking about the episode and shit like that. I was thinking boundaries are really um essential to enforcing and implementing your self-worth you know Man. that's that's really what boundaries are boundaries like, self-care boundaries are it's, it's actually putting the self-care mm-hmm. into work into action into action because all the hard work that we invest into ourselves and making sure that we're the good people that we are or whatever whatever area that we struggle in Boundaries help us keep that work intact. Right. You know what I mean? So I was really thinking that like, wow, boundaries really help to reinforce our self-worth and our self-work. All the all the work you've put into making yourself the special little girl you are. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. So, yes. 
having so we're going to get into that. We are because having healthy boundaries means that you know and you understand what your limits are and you have no problem communicating those to other people that you're dealing with. And that's the tough part. That's the hard part. Yes. Because you got to put your foot down. Put it down. You got to put your foot down and you got to let people know, hey, I'm not the one to be fucked with. I don't know what you're Just doing with. not. I don't know what you're doing with the other people that you're dealing with. But, but as one, for me. <laughs> as, as for, for me, me and my boundaries. As for me and my home. You won't fuck with it. Yeah. Definitely. You can't. You can't do it. It's Mando. So in this episode, we want to help uh, communicate how to establish and enforce boundaries. That's the important part here. So, have you ever? Have you okay, always? Okay, come on. Question, have you ever posing a question? Propose. Pose have it. you always been good with setting your boundaries, or do you think it's something that you had to learn? Like, was it difficult for you to set boundaries, or has it just been your jam? You know, I'm just a, a real bottom Cut bitch. Dry. You know how I get down. So, uh, a young gal. <laughs> has always had I've always I don't know if it's necessarily my boundaries or just me being like nah you are. I don't I, I'm I really do not let people fuck with me not 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 no passes. Toot my own heart. <laughs> yeah passes are limited over here honey yeah you feel me I I I have to say how I feel I it's hard to bite the tongue hard it's hard even I feel like I even have boundaries within like my home you know, because there's there's different ways to have boundaries. I have boundaries within my relationship in the in the in the realm of my home. I have boundaries within my friendships, mm-hmm. and and I think also it's safe to say that like you have different boundaries with different people. Definitely, you know, there's different things that you'll let certain people do or get away with, and it doesn't ruffle your feathers as much. But yeah, I'm hard set on boundaries. I had to enforce some this morning with my partner. You did. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause he likes to sit on the balcony and drink whiskey at night, like before bed. And I'm like, dog, stop leaving my glasses outside. Right. That's ghetto. Implement my boundary. Bring my bring my totally shit. Totally here with setting them up for the home. The home that I, if if you're at my home where I pay rent, you gotta Nigga. know. I was like, bro, you you either gotta not drink whiskey here, or remember to get your glass, or use a paper cup. We'll just stop using. We'll, we'll stop giving you nice things. <laughs> We'll give you a paper cup. I mean, if that's where we're going to go with it. So, yeah, I had to implement because I'm like, I can't wake up and see another glass out there yeah, on the balcony. It's easy to just see the glass out on the balcony and just go out there and get it. I'm but not getting best it. It's for you to know not to leave. Not it to, that. That's that's what I'm trying to. I'm, it's teachable moments. Teachable. Teachable. Moment. You got to get these niggas in line. Teach them. Yeah. Pull them in. So, yeah. What about you? Have you always had strong bound? You're really fucking direct. So. <laughs> yeah, it, it's kind of something that just comes naturally. Like, as soon as I feel uncomfortable, it's like, have to address. Yeah. <laughs> I need like, to reinforce my boundary. Like, have to let you know that I'm uncomfortable and we can't continue to go on. Yes. So, um, I mean, I guess that's something to kind of be thankful for. But it also can be a little slap in the ass because <laughs> because people can, like, be like, oh, you're rude. Or, mm-hmm. like, oh, you always have an issue. Or you always have something to say. And it's like... No, I mean, I mean, yeah, yeah, I do, but yes. it's like it's because like I want to be comfortable, mm-hmm. and I want to let you know how to assist in, in me my being comfortable, in my comfort. and I want you to do the same. Mm-hmm. If you're feeling uncomfortable, if I'm doing something that you're not okay with, I want you to let me know too. You know, it's it's a two way street. It is. I'm not just saying you have to. Um. Do what I want you to do. Yeah, and if and if what I'm asking you to do makes you feel uncomfortable, then reinforce your boundary. And right. we'll, we'll, I'm completely open to receiving. Yes. So um, we yeah, can do I both. give them out. I I 
set boundaries, but I'm also open to respecting other people's boundaries too. I feel like I'm really receptive to that. When people have boundaries up, I totally respect. You won't be getting any pushback from me. I respect boundaries, so in turn, I want you to respect mine. Yes. So, you know, and we'll be good. We good. Right. Mm -hmm. So let's discuss for our girlfriend listeners who may have a little bit more difficulty because that's understandable too. Mm -hmm. um, how to establish and enforce boundaries. Feel like people been fucking with you, yes. running over you, um, feeling a little pushback. You got to know how to set and enforce these boundaries so you won't have these issues anymore because nobody wants to feel like that. But it may be difficult, especially if these are people that you're – it's a lot of the times people that you really mess with Yeah, that cause you to have to be like, okay, hold up, stop the track. Whoa, yo, yo, what was that Nicki Minaj song? I don't know. Give me a name. Yeah, I can't think of it. Yo, 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 holiday, holiday. Okay. Anyway. Oh, uh <laughs> Uh, it was Itty Biggie Piggy itty -bitty at the piggy. end. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you see an Itty Bitty Piggy in a um, market. Cue Itty Bitty Piggy. Cue You got to stop piggy? the track. Tell the DJ to stop the track and get people in line sometimes. So we yes. want to help you with that. We want to help you get people in line. We're here to help. And know not to mess with you. So first step. When you're trying to establish and enforce your boundaries, name your limits. Mm -hmm. So you can't establish your boundaries if you're unsure of where you stand, if you don't know what you want. So you have to identify your physical, your emotional, your mental, and your spiritual limits. What is the bar for you? Set the bar and okay. allow niggas to come up to the bar. Don't keep the bar on the floor for these niggas or these bitches. Okay. <laughs> Realize what you can tolerate and accept, and then also take note of what makes you feel uncomfortable or stressed out. When I you like know it. these limits, you can better identify with what you need to let people know they can't do with you anymore. Yeah, it's important. And, and piggybacking on that, another way is to make sure that you piggy, ooh, itty biggy piggy, and we're going to piggyback. <laughs> hey, Nikki. Okay, <laughs> tune into your feelings, right? Mm -hmm. So discomfort and resentment are two cues that you're letting go of your boundaries, bitch. Yeah. They're slipping out the window. You basically cracked the window and the boundaries slipping on out. Right. Right. So we need to think about how we feel during interactions with people. And typically resentment comes from being taken advantage of or when you aren't appreciated. Yeah. As soon as you feel that, it's like, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Motherfuckers don't care about me. Yeah. And you don't want to live in resentment. You don't. Don't live in that space. Yeah. So often that's a sign that we've either pushed ourselves beyond our limits or we feel guilty that somebody else is imposing their expectation, views, values on us. Yeah. And when someone acts in that way and it makes us feel uncomfortable, then we need to, a little light bulb should go off that says, hey, you're violating my fucking boundary. Yeah. That's what that, you should hear that voice. You're violating my fucking boundaries. Right. You shouldn't feel resentment at all. Agreed. And, and, you know, it could be something so minor. It doesn't have to be something like super huge where you've built up all of this resentment and the relationship has gone on and on and on. No, I say things immediately because I don't want to be resentful towards you. Right. So if I feel something festering and I'm like, oh, no, this bitch, this is going to make me hate her. Because it's hard to bounce back once it gets to that point. You ain't seen bouncing back. You <laughs> feel it immediately. We'll start pulling up the Beyonce dangerously. What CD was that? Dangerously um, resentment? No, B-Day. B-Day, yeah, you got it, I'm too damn full of resentment. 
I know she was I feel attractive. Like I, are you are you really in tune to the point where you feel when you know you'll be resentful towards people? Mm-hmm. Immediately in that moment, I'm like, I'm not going to like you after this. Yeah. I'm, I'm just not. I'm pretty in tune. In tune. Cute I'm Drake got me in my feelings. <laughs> got me in my feelings. Kiki. In my feelings. Kiki. Yes, I feel that shit immediately. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to like you because you know what? You're doing too much. Or you, I, I, I can feel, I feel resentment coupled with you think you're getting away (laughs) (laughs) bitch you're getting over on me you ain't getting over you think you're getting away so it's like okay even if i succumb i'm letting you know that i knew the whole time (laughs) um another one you have to be direct with people so some people are britney yeah some people are intuitive and they can pick up like okay I need to respect this or I need to pull back a little bit. Mm-hmm. But some people, you really have to sit down and have a conversation with them. Like, hey, I didn't, I don't really like when you do this. I would appreciate if you wouldn't do that again. Or when you do this, this makes me feel some kind of way. You just got to have the conversations. Hard conversations, but very necessary conversations sometimes. Some people need the cut and dry. Some people really do. Yeah. They need it. If you yeah. do this again, I'm not fucking with you. So now you know, like I told you. So if I stop fucking with you, you know it was clear. I I don't know. So sometimes you have to be direct, which may take a lot of practice. But again, very necessary. And, and with that practice, just give yourself permission because boundaries aren't just a sign of a healthy relationship; they're also a sign of self-respect. Goes back to our the first thing I said. You know that boundaries reinforce our self-work, our mm-hmm. self-worth, our self-care. Everything that you do to make yourself feel good. Boundaries are like, okay, feeling good is in a box. Boundaries are the box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, hey, 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 hey. Your boundaries are what makes you feel good. And once somebody crosses over, attack attack them. (laughs) So basically give yourself permission to set boundaries and work to preserve them. That's very important. That is your self-work. Yeah. Like, dog, and if it's, you might have a boundary issue with one particular person, that needs to be intentional. I have to work to enforce my boundaries with said person. Mm-hmm. Also, um, it's one thing for us to set the boundaries or create boundaries, but we also have to follow through with the boundaries that we create. Mm-hmm. Example, Molly on Insecure, she had set a boundary with Dro. Mm-hmm. Don't call me unless it's just to fuck. Right. You know, that was the boundary she set. We're not going to be hanging out. We're not going to be going on dates. We're not going to be kikiing. We're not going to be making pancakes. We're just getting it in and getting it out. Right. But when Drake pop, I mean, Drake. Dude, I'll take Drake. (laughs) Molly keep drawing, send Drake my way. Yeah. (laughs) When Dro popped up, when he pulled up. Right. The the boundary went out the window. Right. You know, so we have to also enforce these boundaries. We have to assert ourselves and enforce boundaries again, even when they're difficult, because some people, they just don't get it. Mm-hmm. They're not mind readers. They're basically just going off your actions. So, if you know, even if you said a boundary and then your actions are saying something else, they probably like, oh, OK, fuck it. The boundary has gone. She don't care. I don't care. You know, I'm going to just do whatever. D- yeah. Whatever she's saying. So. Um, you just have to, again, assertively communicate with this person. Let them know when they've crossed the boundary. Be respectful, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but just let them know, like, you know, this bothers me. We can't continue to break bread with each other if you're going to continue to cross this boundary. I'm putting my foot down. You can't. I can't. We, we can't. can't. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. 
And I mean, if people have some sort of respect for you, then they'll comply. And if they don't, that's also a red flag or a cue that, okay, I really can't, you know, because I've communicated to you at this point and you're still doing what you want to do. So deal. Bye. 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 Bitch. Dead. <laughs> and um, right. remember to try to start small when enforcing boundaries are, is an issue for you. You're implementing a new skill. Yeah. So it takes practice. That's that's a given. You're not just going to start enforcing boundaries and sticking to them and asking people to respect you. You know, it's going to take time, especially if that's a source of, of, of an area that needs um, some extra TLC. Yeah. So start with a small boundary that isn't threatening to you and then incrementally increase it to more challenging boundaries. Mm-hmm. Something tiny and then something big. Baby steps. Baby steps. Uh, that was the same voice I was going to say. Baby hats. That's why. <laughs> yes. Same yeah. Baby steps. We got to all start somewhere. The real, the real challenge is family. You know, That's friends tough. are one thing. Mm-hmm. Family is a whole nother ball game. Family is another, especially when it's like your parents. It's, be- it's because we have the relationship for so long as like parent child. Right, right. So to reverse those roles can be pretty tough because it's like, especially in the black family. Let's just keep it real. The way our culture is set up is if you have any pushback, pullback, talk back, you're disrespectful. You saw that meme like when you like try to get away from your mom and she try to hit you or something, they telling their friends. She hit me. <laughs> you know, I try, you know, Brittany tried to fight me the other night. They love to say you tried to fight it's like, just, girl, no. Know, culturally, it's difficult for us. It's like we can't have anything in opposition to say to our parents or our family without being deemed as disrespectful. Yeah. Once you're a child, you have to always stay in a child's stay place. Stay in a child's you're place. Even when you're child. 50, you're in a child's place. It's like, nigga, I ain't a child. But you I'm my child. They right. love to say that, but you my child. You're going to always be my child. Right. I, we get you it. came out of me. We, I know where I came from. I okay. brought you in this world. I'll, I'll take, take you, you out. Vibe. It's like, okay, but you're not. Hate that. The <laughs> violence. Mom, you're not taking me out. The so moment. that can be difficult to to deal with. Setting boundaries with your family. But again, Have you ever necessary. had to set, set a boundary with your family? Mm-mm. Well, no. No. Well, siblings. Siblings. I just have to be like, no, well, I'm not going to interact. I had to set a healthy boundary with my mom. You did? I, I definitely did. It was, we we phoned for a minute over it, but, you know. You guys came to a common ground. Had to. You know, it's just certain areas. It's not, I think it's boundaries around certain things. Like, there's just certain things I'm not going to allow you to be privy to. Mm-hmm. And I'm also not going to allow you to speak about. And, um, yeah, we had a source of contention over that. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm an adult. But you guys were able to have a... An we did, conversation. But, but it was after there was like tension after a little bit. Rift. Yeah. And then after it, I'm just like, you know, like I'm an adult at the end of the day. And there's certain things that you can't speak about that I won't allow. And, you know, I just need you to respect that space, you know, because the black moms will try to put their two cents in on everything. Mm-hmm. Your job, your friends, your nigga, your money, your personal. I'm like, whoa, well, whoa, whoa, especially whoa, whoa. if you have an open dialogue, like the relationship that you have with your mom yes. is similar to the one that I have. And it's like, I mean, you invited me in. I invited you in, I'm but that's why I also tea. have to so you have to pull create back. boundaries. And I'm yeah. like, okay, wait, 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 wait. Cause that made me a little mad. <laughs> and I don't want to be mad at you cause you're my girl. Right. But you know, there's certain things. And, I, and I, that's just a part of being an adult and growing up. And again, saying we're both adults here because that that mother daughter relationship transcends to woman woman, mm-hmm. you know, 
And there comes the point where, yeah, we rapping like homies. Like the relationship is still the same. You are my mother. I am your daughter. But our dynamic has shifted because now I am a grown woman as you are a grown woman. Right. It's not of you telling me what to do. It's just more you like won't. A, right. You won't. There's respect here, but you can't. Can't tell. Can't do the tell me what to do, mom. Can't direct. Not five. Thirty. <laughs> You're not even thirty yet. Almost thirty. Almost. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's it's really important with the the family because the family can cut up like my grandma can cut up, <laughs> and I'm like grandma. Our grandmas are twins. They're twins. The twin cut up. And I know some people have have just have naturally toxic relationships with their parents where they've had to set boundaries from like even younger than adulthood, which can be difficult. If someone's dealing with that, you're probably figuring out like, how can I set a boundary? Mm-hmm. Even more difficult when you're an adult and you're par- living with your parents. Yeah. I feel like that's the hardest. It's because you want to, you want to be grown. You don't want them all up in your tea, but it's like, okay, I'm using your resources. I'm in your home. Yeah. The, you, as long as you live in the black family house, you live in my rules. You would buy, I mean, my house, you they don't by care my how rules. old you are. You can be don't 70. Care. It's you're like, in you're my in my home. home. Always. Ooh, child, the ghetto. Right. <laughs> child, the ghetto. <laughs> but, uh, Let's see. We have some tips, though. We have some tips since we know that this is one of the harder situations to set and enforce boundaries. Mm -hmm. And we found a couple of tips and suggestions that may be able to help you all. So if it's with a parent or any family member, you don't have to tell your parent, like, I'm not talking to you because you're toxic Mm -hmm. or I'm not talking to you because you you overstepped a boundary. You know, that's cruel. That's you don't want to cause a permanent rift in the relationship so instead like when you notice that the interactions with your parent or family member aren't going the way that you would like just simply speak up for yourself try to be as least as aggressive as possible still come from a place of love but just let them know you know I'm an adult I would appreciate if you respected me more um understand that I have to make my own decisions if I follow my face okay Mm -hmm. but you have to treat me with a level, a certain level of respect as an adult. Yeah. Some additional phrases would be, um, I don't like how you're speaking to me right now. I'm unable to continue this conversation. Let's connect later. Ooh, I like connecting. Let's collect. Let's connect. Let's connect later, mom. Yeah. Hold on. Let somebody get their life saved. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, let's let's chat when we both are feeling calmer. Yeah, and then it doesn't escalate. Yeah, you can bring it back down a notch and then revisit it when everybody's in a healthier space and can respect one another's boundaries. Right, because we always like we don't want to permanently end these relationships or hurt anyone's feelings. We want to be able to communicate like adults and still maintain these great relationships that we built, or maybe we don't. Mm-hmm. But always. Always come from a place of respect. And love. And love. And care. Um, also, sometimes maybe your parent may be overbearing. Maybe they're like, um, I need to be all in the mix. Or where are you? You haven't come to see me. Maybe you want to take a little time away. You know, do some things with your family, your friends, your the family you've built, your friends, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be. Just let them know. Unfortunately, you know, I have time. I have plans to spend time with my friends. I'm working on a project. I'm relaxing. I ha- I've had a hectic week. I can't come over right now, 
let's talk later. Mm-hmm. Maybe your mom to type the calls 50 times a day and that might be too much for you. Like, mom, I can't talk right now. Can I call you back? Yeah. That's perfectly fine. You don't have to force conversation every time they call. Maybe your grandma's calling and it's because I know sometimes my grandma calls me with the T and I'm like. Mine too. Sometimes I just let her talk and I don't say anything. Sometimes I'm like, I got to call my grandma back. Yeah, and it's okay to go back and forth between both. My grandma knows that if I say things like, Grandma, I just got home from work. Mm-hmm. She knows that's like a verbal cue, like you want to get settled. Yeah. Or, you know, if I say, Grandma, I just got in the car, like, I'm or busy. I just, yeah, I'm walking in from, you know, walking the dog. Then she'll be like, oh, okay, you know, go ahead and get settled. So she'll let me do my thing. So start practicing some verbal cues where you use kind of like the same verbiage around your friends and your family so that they kind of get those little hints when you're you're able to drop them subtly. You know what I mean? Like, Mom, not right now. Let's let's talk about it later. Right. That would be better for me. Yes. Anything else to add? Just remember that the firmer you are when you're trying to create these boundaries with your parents or anyone in general, the more that people will start to pick up on these cues and start to respect you and the more that you'll start to feel more comfortable with yourself and knowing mm-hmm. that, okay, I feel good that I'm setting these boundaries for my own self-care, for, yes. my, for my own person. And people will have to fall in line. I mean, they really won't have a choice, As, especially if you're doing it from like a calm and loving place. You know, you're not irate or coming off the handle, you know, just going bad on people. They just understand, okay, there's been a shift here. There is a shift. She's standing up for herself. And I mean, you can't I can't do anything but respect it. That's true. It is what it is. It so, is what it is. Dead. <laughs> and I'm so tired. <laughs> fuck with a mob, but I got tired. A lot of times. Mob ties. Okay. So I think it's a good segue. We asked questions. On Instagram, um, about boundaries, if you have any concerns about boundaries, any issues. Ooh, sorry, y'all. <laughs> sorry. Um, issues with boundaries. And we got a lot of questions. So out of those questions, we picked out a few that we feel like we can touch on. Hopefully the the uh, previous information, if we don't have your specific question here, has helped you address it. Your question, right? So let's get let's get it. Let's get into our girlfriend gag. All right. This isn't our girlfriend gag. These are our girlfriend questions. Girlfriend questions. Sorry. It's okay. We love you too, though. Yes. So, um, first question. How do you set boundaries with friends who know you aren't, who know aren't really for you, but you pretend and they almost badger you to hang out and try to stay close in your circle? <sighs> I'd say just, just kill the fake shit. that's a boundary to me like dog I don't like you like that you don't like me like that you don't have to stay close I don't I I mean I think I think this person is saying that they pretend the person pretends the person pretends but the other person is like oh no no we're friends you know they have a different perception of the friendship which Um, that's when it becomes tough because it's like you know you're like "Ah, I don't really fuck with you like that but in their mind they're like we're besties so they so they're trying to include. Well, them. she said, "Who you know aren't really for you. Like, if it's two, yeah, people, who you know who who you know aren't really for you, but you pretend. Girl, just stop pretending. That's a part of your boundary. Yeah, you gotta stop pretending. And she said they try to, yeah, bang. But just stop pretending, boo, little sis. 
I guess a way to stop pretending is like stopping, stop including them. I mean, eventually, if you don't want to have, there's always the opportunity, the option to have the honest conversation. But if you're not there yet, just stop inviting them. Stop pretending. That's the first step. Stop pretending. Stop including them in whatever you guys are doing. Um, Stop inviting them to hang out in the close circle. And if the close circle is um, really close, then that's that's a that's a part of your self care, and your friendship should be value added. So if they aren't adding value to your friendships or to your life personally, um, it's just like it don't work for you. So I think yeah, if you just stop including them, yeah, it's not even worth pretending. Yeah, really doing a disservice to you and also to that person because they could be finding in you too could be finding people that are a better fit. You can be using that energy to give to people who do fit into the circle that you don't have to pretend with. Yeah, and and things, like, eventually just die off. If you don't water a plant, it'll die. Same thing with a relationship. If you don't invest into a relationship, it'll die. So, I mean, if like Brittany said, if you're not there yet where you can just say, girl, you know, which is hard. I don't know if I would be able to just tell somebody, you're not for me. I doubt it. I would just kind of just slowly tiptoe out (laughs) but I also wouldn't pretend and invite them and I probably wouldn't take them up on many of their offers either yeah I'm busy booked and busy yeah booked and busy (laughs) what's up next T our next question was how do I create boundaries between me and my community anytime there is an unjustified killing or a call to action my community calls me because they know I shut shit down and get results but a bitch is tired help me get Help me put my mind in order so that I know when to say no. Um, it seems like your mind's already in order. You're tired. Right. Motherfucking tired. You're tired of being called. Um, when they call you for action, I'm not available right now. I mean, and truth be told, you can't get in you can't get into action for everything that, that transpires. I don't know, are you doing like community work and activists? Are you like on call? It sounds like she may be the HBIC. Oh, okay. Well, I'd be like the HBIC works between nine and five (laughs) and I report to work during those hours. And at that time I will shut shit down and get results Mm -hmm. outside of that. Please leave an email because I'm out of the office. Or you may have to appoint someone else. I mean, yeah, sometimes you have to. Yeah. Sometimes we have to do a transition of roles. Get a mentee. And and, and respond to the things that you want to respond to. That's valid, too. Like, I can't respond to every unjustified killing. That just does not work. Right, because you know what? It's not fair. If the community wants shit to be shut down every time, there got to be more people starting to shut shit down. You can't, that, I hate, you know, I hate when people do that. Some people know that, oh, she's the outspoken one. She'll speak up for us. She's going to be the one to take the bullets (laughs) while you riding on the back of my coattail. You want something to happen? You got to speak up too. I'm not going to be the bad guy, (laughs) Chun-Li, every time. I'm just not. I've had to do that a few times, too, because it might not be a call to action or an unjustified killing. <laughs> but in other instances, people are like, you know, she'll speak up. She'll say something. You know, she'll be the one to address it. Uh-uh. You mute. I mute. I got to do that. You got to do that sometimes. Helen Keller. People will definitely allow you to speak up all the time and be like on the other side. I agree. On the I, other side. I agreed. I agreed. Well, say something. I'm going to need you to say something, baby, because I'm tired. <laughs> Now we motherfucking tired. Now I'm so, tired yeah. too. I, I feel mean, you, sis. A rally bitch up do the be community. Tired. 
Yeah. Say when they send you an email for an unjustified killing, say meet me here at this time and we will make shit happen. Yeah. We will get results. Start gathering up the community. Or I'll teach you how to make something happen. I'll teach you how to stunt. I'll teach you how, how to shut shit down, how I get results. <laughs> Start sending them the PDF of how you shut right. shit down. Let True that life be the, how to shut shit down. Tree life how to this- shut shit down. <laughs> Send that email right back there. Was that out of office? The out of office should say, the PDF is following. You two can shut shit down. <laughs> shit. It ain't happening on our watch. So, um, next one Jesus is. Jesus Christ. Well, this one says establishing boundaries with a parent that doesn't have any. We kind of touched on yeah, that. we touched on that. You just got to. You're Those an adult, sis. Yeah. That's the first thing. Mom, hey, I'm an adult. And get out of their homes. Get out of their home if you're in their home. Yeah, because it's, it's hard when you're, if you're a woman of color and you're in the home with them, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Hands up like that emoji. I, 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 I don't know. It's tough. Yeah. Yeah. Um, next question. Set a new boundaries in old friendships. Sometimes old homies aren't supportive of the new boundaries that you have set to nourish yourself. How do you let these people go and communicate in love with them? Love them from a distance. Mm-hmm. You have Same to. thing. Relationships without water will also die like yeah. a flower. So Love them from a distance. Don't reach out to them as much. And you're doing your own self-work and self-care. So if they can't respect your new boundaries, then maybe the friendship has ran its course. You know. We have an episode on this. I don't remember the number. Maybe Germany does. What about your friends? It's called What About Your Friends? <laughs> I think it's episode 15. Okay. I hope it is. I don't know. Um, I go just back look and for listen. What About Your Friends? It was about uh, friendships that a girl who's outgrown her friendships, that outgrew her friendship. And she wanted to know, like, how to cope with that. So. And that happens. And it's fair and it's justified because we grow into different people. The things that you wanted before may not be the things that you want now. And if your new boundaries don't work for your old friends, then you have to get new friends who can respect your new boundaries. Yeah, I mean, and it's definitely, um, you're definitely. It totally was episode 15. It was every wow, while you're good at this. <laughs> um, it's definitely possible to communicate in love. Like, it doesn't have to be no beef. No, y'all ain't but got a phone But you just don't have it. to b- break bread consistently. But when you see them, you know, there's definitely still love there, especially if it was a close friendship at one point. But, you know, space. And do what you got to do for self. Yeah. So, uh, let's see. Because I done got all off my phone. Oh, how do you know when your boundaries need repair? How do you feel? Like we said um, in the earlier portion of the episode, you usually feel uncomfortable. Uncomfortable. You may feel some resentment. You may feel stretched, stretched beyond. Yeah, thin. A thin, thin, thin. If you're hanging on by a thin, 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 if thin thread. If it doesn't thread. feel good, if it doesn't feel good, most likely boundaries are being crossed or you need to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, we know that all relationships take work. But, I mean, we also know when some shit has to be set in place as well. Yep. And I always say this. I've said this before. The doormat vibe. Relationships should be tough. It should be hard work, but it shouldn't be an ordeal. So if you feel like the relationships in your uh, life are just like dragging your ass, literally have you by the bottom piece of your ass (laughs) and dragging you away. Okay. Your boundaries need some repair because something ain't right. Love you. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So are we picking up our pen? We hope that information helped you, gals. Gals. So, yes, at this point, we are now picking up our pins. No, 
you pick can up, <laughs> pick up your pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gym. gym. So the gym this week. What's tea? Is another Sephora product. This mm-hmm. is a colorful gloss balm, which is a dupe to the Fenty gloss balm. Mm-hmm. It's called Might Need Clothes. Might Need More Clothes. Sand. Might it's need called Tan sand. Lines. Tan Lines. I was so fucking So wrong. it's like a rose gold with a little bit of glitter. Peach. Touch, peachy. Peachy rose gold undertones. Mm-hmm. Um, super cute. It's only $9, which is half the price of the Fenty Gloss Balm. Um, we love Riri, but you know, for our sisters that are trying to save a coin, this is a good alternative option. Just throw a little bit of lip glass, whatever your preferred clear lip gloss is. Put that on top to give you that real highlighted gloss balm look. It smells so good, too. It smells like a nail later. And then... All the other bitches won't even know it's a dupe. They won't. They'll just know that your lips is popping. That's it. My lip gloss is popping. Poppin'. I was just singing that. Um. So, yeah. Of course, as always, this will be in our gym highlight on Instagram, the Black Girl Bravado Pod. So, check it out if you need a visual image. And we'll also have it down in the show notes. It go down. So, and now, our girlfriend gag. Our won't girl you tell the gag. girls what the girlfriend gag is? Our girlfriend gag is where you, our lovely listeners, send us your questions, your comments, your concerns via DM or email at theblackgirlbravado at gmail.com. And we gag about it here on the show. Literally nothing is off limits. So, you know, if you want our opinion, maybe we haven't touched on it on the show, send it. Send it on. What over. do we have today? So today we have a girlfriend in the emails and she says, hey, gal pals. That's really stuck. Yeah. The Hey Gal Pals. I love it. Hey Gal Pals. I've been dating this guy off and on for about four years now. We've consistently been in a good place for the past year or so. However, the topic of having children keeps being mentioned in our conversations. I'd say it's been happening here and there over the past six to eight months. The nigga changes his mind and says that (laughs) he either doesn't want kids right now, which I agree with, Or he'll say he doesn't want kids at all, which is out of the question for me. In the past couple of months, literally up until I sent y'all this email today, he's been saying he doesn't want kids, period, in my city girl's voice. Girl. This is all in the email. These girls. Hold on. I really don't. Period. I really don't know what to do about this. I love this guy and definitely want him to be and definitely want to be with him long term. But it makes it a little hard for me to continue imagining a future with him when our life goals don't align. Of course, everyone doesn't always want the same things out of life and compromise and sacrifice are key components in a relationship. But this isn't something I'm willing to compromise or eliminate from my life goals. The only way I'm not having kids is if it's in God's plan for me not to conceive. It annoys me that the topic is being brought up so much because I'm still really young, but I feel that it's being brought up because of how long we've been dating. If y'all have any advice on this topic, help me out, please. Hoping we can chat about this soon. Sincerely, a Black Girl Bravado podcast, Stan. Hey, girl. <laughs> hey, boo. Well, um, uh, that's laid it all out. Man. I think you. I think you really summed it up for yourself. She knows the answer for sure. I yeah, mean, yeah. But I mean, I'm questioning. Like, is a nigga really tapped in? I mean, what you want, bruh? Like, he's saying one minute he wants kids, but then the next he doesn't. Like, I don't know. I think like I don't you feel said, like he's dead set on not having them. I I mean, of course, I don't know him, but I just don't get the impression that he's dead set on not having them at all. Well, but, she says I mean, up until recently, 
it's been like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. So maybe she says that in the past, they've had this conversation over the past six to eight months, almost a year. And on and off, he says, yeah, like, you know, eventually. And then more recently, he's been saying, nah. So maybe explore, like, what makes you not want to have kids? If this is a real issue Mm -hmm. that you don't want to have kids, what is it? Because a lot of times for men, it's a matter of being financially stable. stable. You know, it's, 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 it's layered like an onion. Yeah. You know, so they want to see, like, that they have a job, they can provide. There's levels to this shit. And if he says, like, it's just a matter of me being able to take care of you or a family, then that's one thing you can get, you know, you guys can work on getting everybody financially stable. But if he's just like, I just don't want kids. I don't like kids. I don't want them. Yeah. That's then, you know, you got to dip. Right. You don't want to take that. Take that chance. Yeah. So you can definitely spark up that conversation for sure. For sure. I mean, you guys have been together for a while. Sounds like you have a pretty solid relationship. I would definitely be like, so my nigga, so you just really out, you just done with the kids or, you know, is it situational? Right. Let a bitch know. Let a bitch should I know. be packing it up or should I be riding it out? Because I can get off at the next stop. Period. Period. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let me know. So for sure, just ask him, sis, like, you know, what's going on? Hopefully he's honest because I totally agree. If kids are definitely, you know, you want kids in the future. You're going to have to cue the usher and let it burn. And I know you didn't watch Real Housewives of Potomac this season. I but didn't. It's the same issue Ashley was having. Ashley Darby is like 29. Her husband, I forgot his name, um, Michael, is like 60-something. They're like 30 years old. They're, he's like 60. Father nigga. Father nigga, exactly. <laughs> and... um he was like saying that he did want kids and then he started playing and saying he didn't want kids. And of course, she's maternal at this age. He can have kids at any given time. But she's like, yo, you need to tell me what's going on. What's tea? So if you're in that position, don't let no nigga jank your chain. Yank your chain. Yeah. And also with um, The Real, the show The Real, Jenny, her and her husband had a conversation saying that they didn't want kids. Then and later, then he showed up. He wanted them. Just be honest. Like you said, sacrifice is a key component to relationships, but no one wants to sacrifice something that they really want. Yeah, that's a boundary. That's a boundary, yeah. And, and in relationships, you want to bend, not break. And and bending is like, okay, you want four kids, I want one kid, we can have two. two. Right. You know, that's like bending. My bending is I can do without, but if you want some, I'll have one. Exactly. Yeah. See? Exactly. That's bending. Breaking mm-hmm. is like, I want kids, you don't, so we don't have, have any. any. Right. That's like not fair. You'll be feeling unfulfilled. And then that's really where resentment. the resentment. You'll mm-hmm. be done with the relationship. So just be honest with him and say, yo, if kids aren't your thing, that's cool. We can continue to be homies. Um, We can do this while it's fun, but right. we know that this will not be a long-term thing. And when I get to the point where I'm ready to settle down, I, I will break away. And I don't want to have nigga. to say peace. What is, I don't want to have to settle for a piece of you, but I'm going to have to say peace, peace to, to you. you. <laughs> okay. Two fingers up. Peace Just up. Just type all that up in a letter and submit it. Send that. To, to him. To the but, nigga. But um, always, we hope, we hope everything we falls hope in your favor. Fi- we hope it's a favorable well. outcome for you. But, I mean, you know, God's plan. I've been saying God's plan since that shit dropped. Yeah, and it's true. God's, God's plan. plan. Yeah. Just like you said, if it's in God's plan, it's gonna work out. Yeah. Uh and it's all it's all good, girl. No love lost, you're a winner. Yeah. That's it. Skirt skirt. Okay, boo boos. So uh that wraps up today's episode. Uh again, we love you all. 
Make sure you tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl. Make sure you share this on your stories, on your Twitters. Share it wherever. (laughs) Wherever you want to. That's that. See you ladies next week. Love you. Bye. Bye.